you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Aaron Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sweet Victory and J-Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Um, boy, it's great to be back live and kind of like in the places, I guess, where we normally <laughs> are. Because this is only It's a short-lived <laughs> thing, right? It's a short-lived thing because yeah. uh, just in a day... We're going to be in the woodlands at the Texas Homeschool Convention's homeschooling convention. I'm super excited. (laughs) Like, I've been having a really great time um, just encouraging families and reminding families of why we do what we do. Amen. And that we're in this together, um, that there's a a reason um, for fortifying our kids. Yes. There's a a purpose that will outlive us, you Mm. know, and that's that's what we're going for. And so, anyway, um, we're really excited to be able to do that. But today... We are in our normal location, uh, locations, and uh, then <laughs> on Thursday and Friday, we will be broadcasting live and direct from the Texas Homeschool Convention um, in the Woodlands area, mm-hmm. and then the following week, mm-hmm. we will be in Richmond, Virginia yes. at HEAV. Where it all started. The, the, <laughs> that was HEAV and Miller. God love her and bless her. And I mean, I just, you know, so so we've been homeschooling for a long time. This is just background here. Okay. We've been homeschooling for a long time. And um, we've just kind of been doing that quietly. And it's not unusual for us to be a part of conferences in different parts of the country uh, for churches to host events or for, it's that's not uncommon. Um, but Ann Miller um, in, mm-hmm. in Virginia at HEAV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. reached out to us in 2021 or was it 2022? I don't know. It's hard to remember <laughs> when things started to open up for everybody. You know, some states opened up because sooner than others. That was virtual, right? It was virtual. I, so so, so it, it was in the midst Which of, was the first time I'd ever done anything like that Yeah, as well. Yeah. There, there were several TV screens set up. We were talking to a virtual it was, audience. It was amazing. Though. It was really amazing. I have to say, I have to say it was very <laughs> neat because you could actually inter- interact with people and you could actually give away things in yes. real time. So it's, it was a conference yeah, where everyone joined remotely, but it wasn't zoom. Like, no, I mean, it, it, it was, was just amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You see all these but, people from all over the place and you see their pictures. I mean, not yes, pictures, but their video. They're, they're like, there. Yeah, they, they are in real time listening to <laughs> you amazing. and interacting. It was pretty cool. So maybe it was 2021, maybe maybe 2022, maybe, I don't maybe know. So. Um, I think 21 maybe. Okay. I don't know. It seems like it was 2021. But uh, anyway, so so God bless Anne who said, hey, would you guys come and present? And, and, and you know, the first response is sort of like, well, we don't really do homeschooling conferences. We've, we've <laughs> never done that, you know. And she's like, I'm aware. And so... Uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> which a ton of people had done their research on us and uh, and then still wanted us to come. 
<laughs> which is great because we are either a blessing or a liability to people, right? <laughs> like if the, if you start Googling the Addisons and you, you read what we've written or you listen to what we've talked about, <laughs> um, it's either going to be people are excited that we're coming to where you are or you're going to have to take out extra insurance oh. and, and, you know, have <laughs> well, people sign waivers. Back, so and so we're been. going back. Man, yes. you have a great way of getting me back on track. Well, the great, <laughs> this is a part of your greatness, right? Um, but we'll, we're going to be back um, in, in a couple weeks. And yeah. so, so anyway, so it's been wonderful. Uh, it's so encouraging to meet members of the body of Christ, uh, the family that we are a part of the family that matters forever and, and to see that, man, we're, we're in the trenches and, and we're all um, observing what is happening in the culture and trying to respond faithfully. And so it's a blessing to us to give feedback in real time. That's, that's the benefit of being a part of a conference when you're there and and you're talking to people. It's amazing. It's it's encouraging, you know, just to uh, be able to be a blessing to so many families you know, and you know when we do radio, we're not able to see. You can't see. You know the, the the people that are listening and things like that. But when you go to these conferences and you're able to interact like that, you see in real time. You know, like man, this person has been touched by something that you said That's or right. experience that you had that you shared. That's right. You know, and I just want to put this out there: um, we take our whole family, you yeah, know, on these sure on these do. trips. So we we drive, and uh, so we spend a lot of time in the vehicle. <laughs> and uh, it's eight of us, and so there's a lot of fun Are you sure? happening. Sure it's not, not nine. No, I'm just kidding. It's eight. It's eight of it's us eight. right now, and so uh, the thing is, uh, it, it's it's a lot of bonding, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I just have a, a good feeling that years down the line they will remember these trips and say, oh, you remember I went? To, we went here and here and here, <laughs> and so you know, it'd be some great conversations to have, yes. you know, as they are adults one day. Lord willing. Let's hold on to that. Yes. That's what, in, in that, we can find hope and encouragement <laughs> right. as we go. And uh, we'll just, we'll look, just at look, the look forward side. to that. Yeah, that's, that, is, know, that is that is Because you can get on each other's nerves as well. No, no. <laughs> yes, you can. I don't know what happens in other families, but when we take long car rides, I just want to say that there is a special perfection anointing oh, that happens. Oh, wow. The baby sleeps for like hours Right and now, hours I'm glad I'm not hours. sitting right next to you. The lightning bolt. The lightning bolt. (laughs) So it's like take everything that I'm saying and then just imagine the opposite. So the baby sleeps for hours and hours and hours. There there is an actual point where you can appease the baby, where you give him something and he actually that's what he wanted. And so then he just says thank you and then goes back to like a a nap. Uh, And then all of the big ones don't mind touching each other. <laughs> they don't mind it, you know. Listen, they never complain just, about the leg room or anything. Never complain like that. about leg you know, room. It's, it's just perfect. Um, always yeah. have what they need. They're never bored. <laughs> never they understand. bored. Never you bored. Yeah. Uh, just, just imagine the opposite of that. But you know, it's it's always so interesting <laughs> to me that the kids, our our, our little ones, mm-hmm. look forward to the trips. And I think there was a special, um, it's almost sort of like a birthing grace. You know how you <laughs> say you deliver a baby and then you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't remember the pain. And so then it causes you to, to, to feel like you could do it again, right? Which is which has been the story for everybody. Um I don't know that for a for fact. Every but let's woman just go with it. For every, for every, oh my goodness, why? I refuse. I refuse to say, and here's why, because only women can give birth. I refuse. Biological. You cannot have my mind. I refuse. You are so provocative. You're doing that. It's not what I want to talk about. Well, it is kind of what I want to talk about today. Today's topic, by the way, if you're just joining us, it hasn't been mentioned, but I will mention it now. 
It's uh, still boycotting Target. That's today's topic. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Then has There's a lot of people. That, man, it's amazing to me. They have dug in. Even how many people have further. shown up? And, and it's like I was joking with our family in Lansing when I was talking about how, well, I can't share it because I'm going to share it again in Texas and then in, <laughs> in Virginia. And I want it to be as fresh for you as it was for, as it was for them. Uh, so anyway, just table that joke. Um, but you Got another one? I, no. Yeah, maybe on the fly. Uh, maybe I'll just stick with the facts, knock, ma'am. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey, listen, it's amazing to me. Um, back to my birthing story. How these kids forget about traveling. They look forward to it. They, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting ready. There's that 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 fun of like, okay, loading up the car, and mm-hmm. and it's like they set out. And it's every mom who's ever given birth. You you. You always think maybe this one is going to be different. Maybe it's going to be just that that story that you get to share that makes every other mom mad at you because you're going to be like, oh, I just walked in the hospital. And then or some of you at home, whatever, respect to all of y'all. OK. Um, and then boom, a baby. And then you went home. Right. Like that's what everybody wants. But but our kids, I feel like they forget the trauma that is they're traveling. And then when they get in the vehicle, it's as if this is the first time that they're going on a road trip. It's like, no, you knew what the leg room was from the last trip. Like you, you know, you keep acting up and you're going to have to sit on that hump in the middle. Like <laughs> there's no more humps. Just, we don't have any humps anymore. <laughs> Listen, but but wouldn't it be great if you did? If you could have a car that still preserved the hump, Look. why? Because you could punish kids by making them ride in the middle, which by the way, <laughs> even without the, the hump, middle. riding in the middle is a punishment because you don't have a window <laughs> to double as a bed. You're right in between two people. You can't <laughs> that don't move. want you, you to touch anywhere. them. Uh, Both you, of the people you know, don't want you to touch and them. And the moral of this story is we're waiting yeah. on that person that's hearing from God that will want to sew a van into the oh, Addisons. Stop it. <laughs> have you been listening to Creflo Dollar? Are you listening to Creflo Dollar? You stop that. Sew so a sprinter the van Lord, into the The Lord did not <laughs> Hey, you know, First the love, love maybe saying like, can I, I say, wonder how can they I say, do that. Well, let me I tell a, you. <laughs> can I make a joke? I, we were when we were doing our date nights, mm-hmm. we were in uh, Arkansas and there was a family. I want to say they have nine kids. They may be listening because they were avid listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have nine kids, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And they came up to us after the date night and we were just talking afterwards, you know. And um, and they said, you know, you guys need to invest in a Sprinter van. Now, I just will say this. I've never seen myself as a Sprinter van mom. <clears throat> it's just, well. I, I just, it, it, I just have not, you know, there are just ways that you can see yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, we did have a station wagon. You guys remember station wagons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that, that could have been a possibility. But I just never saw myself as like sort of a bus mom. I just didn't. It's a van. It's not and a bus. So, mm, Come on. Tomato. <laughs> and they're nice on the inside too. They okay. got all kinds of. You hold know. on to that. So, <laughs> so this family, uh, we're talking afterwards, and the mom and the dad were absolutely hilarious. Which I love getting together with the family of God, right? <laughs> absolutely hilarious. So the dad said, "Sprinter vans are great," hmm. and he said, "He said all you've got to do, he said, you put your hazards on, mm-hmm. you can park anywhere." <laughs> UPS, uh, <laughs> because whatever. people what think it? you're Amazon. making a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't well, know, though. I feel like it would very soon be revealed that we're not making a delivery when all of us file out. Doo, 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 <laughs> right, doo. It's right. like it doesn't take that many people to drop off earrings. <laughs> Look, what are you guys doing? I will say, Anyways, all right, I will so, say this, though, just to yeah. the last thing about um, the, tra- the traveling. So um, we take a camera with us. And so there's some <laughs> behind the scenes, like stuff that we that we post on YouTube. So. Um, <laughs> just recently we posted a, it's called the, 
the waiter made me eat it. Mm-hmm. And so when we go to different places, we have to we have this challenge called the waiter made me eat it. And so yeah. the waiter is to choose the meal that the person who lost, you know, we have this wheel that we spin. The person that name is chosen. <sighs> They have to eat whatever the waiter brings out. Whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's Less been the, good so far. And so far, people have been, you know, people have been pretty happy gracious. with their selections. Uh, so so but, let me see. You've got one kid who mm-hmm. is not happy about <laughs> the fact that the waiters or the waitresses care about you guys. You've got one kid who says, I don't understand why they think they should make you happy. See, she is in it kid is for trauma. The, like the, she wants the, the yeah. nasty food. On, yeah. her, on her turn. She wants she, someone <laughs> to be like, oh, really? Then fine. You're going to get the boiled tofu. <laughs> octopus stew. On a bit know? of octopus legs <laughs> or tentacles. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but, I'm sorry. Go but ahead. I was saying, though, uh, if you ever want to check that out, it's called the, the channel is called Whatever You Do. And so, and why wouldn't you want to check that out? I mean, <laughs> you, I don't know. Check it out. You can see some of the behind-the-scenes footage you know, of our trips. Whatever you do, underscore eight. And you can you can find that on YouTube. I, I have a cool video on there that I'm pretty proud about. It's me having packed up the vehicle. Oh man, God bless man, you. It's like Tetris. It's you, know? a, you do amazing work. Man, I I feel like vehicle. I'm getting my my you know bearings on with that wow. to to put it's, the stuff where it belongs. So it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It anyway. is absolutely amazing. And I got to tell you, sometimes to me, it looks like it's not going to work. It just looks like it's not. <laughs> oh, gonna ye happen. of little faith. Well, I mean, I believe it just helped my unbelief because it's a lot. You know what I mean? It just, you know, because we've got the broadcasting equipment and then you've got the luggage and then you've got the everybody's everything that they feel like they need. And then how many this is not nobody listening cares about this. Right. But how many blankets do you need on a road? Trip? Oh, my goodness. I just and how many like, small bags can, can you take? <laughs> we, are, we are the small bag family. That's like, that's a sickness. Anyway. Yeah. I know it's that's true. not what the show is about today. No, but. we're talking about still boycotting Target. And, yes. and I, I I wanted to have this conversation from a place that wasn't um, critical of the people who are currently boycotting Target. Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about this the other day, how we can find whatever, whatever we search for to distinguish us as better than or not the other, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we're, we can find, just leave it to us as Christians, humans, right? We can, we can find a way to make ourselves a little bit more distinct, even among the distinguished, right? We're like, okay, <laughs> but I do this. And so I didn't want it to be like, you know, been boycotting Target as a measure of time. <laughs> yes. But at the same like time, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I just kind of am like, wait a minute, guys, yeah. Target's been at this for a long time Mm. and they've been putting children in danger and at risk for a long time. And so I want to talk about that. At the same time, I want to say welcome to the boycott for everyone who's just joining us. (laughs) Uh, We'll grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay right there. Pardon me, I know it's confusing. Little crazy till you promise I know what I'm doing. Everybody's speeding, I just sit back while I'm cruising. Cool with being me, even though I may need improvement. Situations pulling me down. Let's go. Had to find my confidence, now I got it now. You know, ain't no stopping it. Looking and I found what I thought I never might find. Yeah. Now I got joy lasting longer than a lifetime. And they say this can't be real. No Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's great to be back with you. Um, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's Roy Tosh with Don't Mind Me. I'm going to say this and then move on to talking about uh, Target. Um, one of our friends who works over at HSLDA said that we needed to, we needed to, 
think about an RV for all the traveling that we do. Yeah. And to that, as after we prayed <laughs> about it and gave it much thought and intercession, we said, no, absolutely not. Like, who does that? No, we're not. We're not doing that. Apparently, we're not doing the moving house. Like, no, no. Yeah, Do you I, understand we're from the city of New Orleans? I, I think in our travels, I've seen like some RVs on the side of the road was kind of a. a you know, it's like, I mean, oh. but you know, I've been on the side of the road in the vehicle, yeah. Right? But uh, yeah. Yeah. that's true, there was vehicles there too. But I'm just saying, it stuck out I, to me that it were RVs. I was like, yeah, ah. you had a heightened awareness because <laughs> someone said that you should travel in RV. But I, I heard they're really nice, I heard they're okay, really nice. Here's it's the like thing, a though, total package on wheels. Anytime things like that, when people say things like that, you know, and and they they have these, I don't know, these ideas, I. What immediately comes to my mind is that it's going to turn into some sort of National Lampoon something. <laughs> it's going to be like National Lampoon's homeschooling trips, like National Lampoon's family. Day. Like it's going to. And so everything that that entails is what I imagine. I feel like if there's an opportunity for something to not go well with the <laughs> RV, that's what we're going to get. Like, I feel like we're going to get the janky one, like the one that's like, oh, well, sorry, the toilet blows back on you. Like that, you know, like that, I feel like that's going to be us. It's, you know, oh, it's going to be man. like one kid trying to <laughs> use it while we're traveling and they're like, oh, I didn't realize you had to be parked and, and like connected to tubes and things. And so I just feel like that's the Addison's. Like we, and, 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 and I've already accepted why the Lord does this because he knows we're going to talk about it and it's going to bless the body of Christ because everybody oh wants goodness. to know that hey at least it's not as bad as it is for the Addisons and so we're here for you we got you right so anyway so no firm no prayed and interceded um there was no there was no hold up between us and heaven we already heard we got the answer no on the RV and that's not happening I just when I hear RV I think it's a special caliber of people who drive them meaning that it's in their blood. They've been doing that. Like they know what to do. Like if this goes wrong, if the thing starts to do the thing, then you know what to do. I, but I hear them now. They're like, no, everybody had to start somewhere. That's right. It's, it's, it's a car. It's called a car. It's called a vehicle. That Anyway. All right. So oh, we're talking about funny. boycotting um, Target. Yes. What's really interesting to me is to see the way people have suddenly found outrage. And I, I don't know that it's directly connected to what we saw uh, happening with Anheuser-Busch. But I do believe that people recognize that, hey, wait a minute, when you make a big ruckus, when you make a stink, uh, there are some significant things that happen. And I think people are feeling emboldened because of the high hand, although I would go back to 2016. And, and I, I want to say this not as a, you know, pat ourselves on the back, but just to say, man, you know, <laughs> Target's been at this for a very long time. Right. So so AFA launched its boycott of Target back in 2016. Our family has been Target free ever since. Um, we don't, won't even won't even go in there to use the bathroom when we're traveling. In fact, mm -hmm. we kind of got routed <laughs> to one. Happened. And then we were like, ah, it's no, we're not going to Target. I'm like telling you, these trips are something. They're, they're amazing. I was like, I can hold it. We're not we're not going in a Target, you know, because because we don't want to be a Target. Right. right? right. OK, that's the, the bathrooms thing. are not safe. The bathrooms okay. are not safe. And go to Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky's is a story in itself. Yeah. But anyway, okay, that's so, not where we are. Let's go. Target. All right. Anyways, so <laughs> so back in 2016, um, Target publicly announced that it was going to allow people who identify as whatever to enter the bathroom of their choice. Yeah. And the reason I say whatever is not to be ugly, but it's just to say that's what they say. It's just it's non-binary. So whatever you feel like you are. And whatever day it is, you can go in that bathroom that that you choose. 
um, which interestingly enough, there's only, only two bathrooms. Why isn't there a <laughs> spectrum bathroom? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. because we know we we know that this stuff is nonsense. But we and are if they want to, if there was a bathroom like that, they wouldn't want to go in it. No, they want to not. be in the one that they feel like. So it's, 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 yeah. Well, when we initially called for a boycott, we said that you could just do individual stalls or individual changing rooms. Like, <laughs> why don't you do private rooms like how mm. their family bathrooms or family fitting rooms, right. things like that, where they the doors lock and it's just one person at a time. And Target didn't respond to that so that it would be too costly to do things like that, to, to make those kinds of changes and our response back in 2016 here at the American Family Association was, well, it's also costly if we stop shopping there. <laughs> and so this was back in 2016. Mm-hmm. And man, initially when we started the boycott, uh, you had tens of thousands, which just which then turned into hundreds of thousands. And now you've got one and a half million people who've signed uh, the Target boycott, um, which is seven years old as of last month. Mm-hmm. But then Target kind of comes out again. And and says, we're not done harming children. We're we're not <clears throat> excuse me, we're not done putting uh women and children at risk. And and they have gone, I mean, just so first of all, we have to recognize that Target already has a one hundred on the corporate equality index. I mean, there's just no way that they couldn't, right? They are so <laughs> in the pocket right. of the LGBTQIA plus mafia that there's no way that Target does not have a perfect score on the human rights campaign's corporate equality index. Now, I didn't fact check that to know that that's true. That's just the assumption that I'm making, especially after the story that I'm going to share with you today. New revelation of who is uh, vice president of brand management and then also who is um, elected as a GLSEN official. So we'll talk about that. Um, The Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. Uh, This is a, I mean... To me, it seems obvious that this would be the natural outcome when you've got two people um, with their hands in the same pot, that they are doing the same thing, both one transferring money to the other and the other transferring influence back to the one that's giving the money. I mean, it just makes sense mm-hmm. that that's where Target would find itself. But just in case people haven't been following what's going on, which I don't know very many people who haven't because so many people are outraged. So Target rolled out, got an early start on its June Pride Month, and um and decided to throw up all of this stuff in prominent areas of the store as soon as you walk in. And um, people went in, and then the social media influencers got a hold to it and started doing videos, which has become sort of the letter to the editor, right? So we used to write a letter to the editor mm. or write a letter to the manager or something or call, you know, and, and which those things are still uh, important and they still work. <clears throat> but in real time, what people do is they just turn their phones on. And this is what we've seen happen. People just turn their phones on. They start recording themselves with the merchandise. And this is so much bigger and so much better (laughs) than someone just calling and saying, hey, I don't like what I've seen. Because now the person is saying, I don't like what I'm seeing. But they're also showing the world Mm -hmm. in real time what they're seeing. Right. Right. And so you've got people who are looking at um, all kinds of queer books and cards and bags and undergarments and things (laughs) like that. Um, that are in the children's section that are specifically targeted at children. So you've got chest binding outfits. You've got what they're calling tuck friendly swimsuits, which mm. a podcaster um, <laughs> um, recently went in a man conservative to make a point 
and tried on one of the tuck-friendly swimsuits. I don't know if you've seen this video mm-hmm. and and recorded himself <laughs> going out to talk to the Target employees and saying, "Hey, this is great. What do you guys think?" Like, and you can see <laughs> that the Target employees are visibly uncomfortable. They're kind of <laughs> laughing and snickering. Man. And he's like, oh, this is great. Target's thought of everything. And he's wearing a swimsuit. It's like a cold shoulder swimsuit that is marketed for men to wear, which, again, this is one of those stunts that when you see the reality of what they're doing, you go, okay, this something is wrong with this. Yeah. But you've got the, the LGBTQIA plus onesies and all of these things. And and you add to all of that that this latest marketing campaign mm-hmm. um, was pushed by a Satanist branding company, mm. a company that was started by a transgender. Okay, it started by a woman who masquerades as a man. Okay, mm. and and Target has had they have severed ties here had partnered with this woman to produce all of this merchandise. Now what Target said. Um, in the wake of all of the backlash, the social media backlash, which is so powerful, which I think should be very encouraging to Christians, like to continue speaking out loudly, continue to not be okay with what you see happening in the culture, because it really does make a difference. Can I say this as a side note as I go into what people have observed about this? Um, I don't know. I, I haven't been able to really put words to what I think is a shame about what happened with Anheuser-Busch. And, and I got to tell you, because I, to me, it's a little bit of a, if there's a conflict in my mind to talk so much about the beer company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of conflict there that I feel like, man, I don't want to talk so much about the beer company. At the same time, however, <laughs> I want to recognize that it was the outrage over the beer right. that has really started the stiffening of the backbones among a lot of people in the culture. And so I don't, yeah, and I I, got to tell you, I've been thinking about this deeply, by the way, but I haven't found a way to really put my finger on what the beer drinkers were able to find in themselves that the regular, like, moms and dads, the regular Christians of America couldn't find in ourselves to be able to say no and no again. But the beer drinkers... I just, I don't know. And and maybe there's someone who will call in today. We'll open the phone lines in the last segment and you'll help me make sense <laughs> of what happened because what we saw happen with Anheuser-Busch when mm-hmm. they had to see those cans of beers. <laughs> ooh, yeah, take me back. We'll get, we'll take the cans uh. back. You and I. Like it was like the sad, like love songs of like the, the 90s. That's how they're trying to get those beer cans back because people are like, we refuse. <laughs> we <laughs> refuse. No. <laughs> The inebriated oh, crowd, man, the funny. inebriated crowd, those who don't even know Take how many stand, fingers huh? I'm holding up, <laughs> decided they didn't want a beer can, whether they can see it or not, because <laughs> of inebriation. Like, man. they just decided they don't want a, a man masquerading as a woman on the beer can. And that sent a message back that, to Anheuser-Busch. That, 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 that is amazing to consider. What, Think about what group that. of people? It's almost akin to the parents finding out in Loudoun County what was going on in the schools. You know, it's like it's it's like the 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 beer drinkers like like stood up and said, "Man, we we're not putting up with this." And it's like, wait, where are the Christians? In where exactly? Where are right. we on things in 
culture. Like, because why are we so slow? The, to... the amazing thing is that it wasn't it wasn't overwhelmingly people coming out in Loudoun County purely because they're Christians. It right. was parents it was just parents. being made privy right. to the fact that their kids are being indoctrinated exactly. and then just those parental instincts kicking in. And so, again, to your point, it's like you wonder. So for the believers among us, the people who have an mm. eternal conviction about what is right and what is wrong, why does it take us so long to get there? So slow. And yeah. Why are we taking our cues from a culture that really largely hates God? But when they reach their limit, then, you know what I mean? And then yeah. we as no, Christians yeah. look at That's them and then we say, oh, wait, 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 wait. So it's OK. It's OK to not like that. OK, OK, great. So now we'll join in. And I, I just think I don't know. There's there is a there is a story that is uh, it's sad to me. And I'm not really sure how you how you shape the telling of that story. But there is a story that is sad to me that the anheuser Bushers of this country were able to do what faithful Christians have either been unable to do, I don't think that, unwilling. but unwilling, unwilling to do. You know, and so here I we think are we now. we love this world a lot more than we want to let on. Well, yes, love this world. Mm-hmm. And and I think also, I, hmm, I think also there's a lot of fear of man among sure. Christians. And the Bible is very clear that the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. right? Like there, that we we are not to walk in that type of fear. So there is a brazen sort of like, you know, um, come over here and take it that I think is represented among the Anheuser-Busch drinkers. <laughs> you know amazing. what I mean? Like there's a, there is a, there's a, oh, you, you want it? Come get it, you know, and, and you walk over, you're limping back. You know what I mean? There's that kind of statement, I think that comes from the Anheuser-Busch drinkers that does not come from the Christians and, and why, and not that I'm saying, and, and when I say this on the part of the believer, I'm not talking about a self-motivated boldness. I'm not talking about a, I'll take you out with my bare hands and then limp away. Like that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about what can man do to me? The Lord is my help. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my, that's what I'm talking about. Like we, when we tap into what it is to be fearless, I'm not talking about, you know, I got my hand on my hip. No, I'm talking about I got my hand raised to the Lord. Like I'm, I'm totally surrendered and submitted Amen. to him. And so I'm going to stand for righteousness in this, in this culture. And whatever comes along with that, mm-hmm. I can take it because why? The Lord is my help. And so I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot and, and thinking about how you, um, yeah. how you shape a conversation around that without continuously mentioning Anheuser-Busch. Like that's, that's been seriously a conflict for me. Like how do you. But I think the mentioning you know, of it proves a, a, a valid point, you know, and, and like the mentioning of, of them and also the people who are, are standing up against them. Yeah. It, it serves as an indictment to me. I think so. To believers who find ourselves being like jellyback about a lot yeah. of a lot of these issues. It's like, yeah. man, you know, yeah. I, I I think that that's it's it's a valid point to bring that up because it shows like, okay, so where are we? Like what yeah. are we, you know? Yeah, those of us who are the sober among us, and I'm not saying that everyone who drinks Anheuser Bush right, is a drunkard. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Um, right. But you guys, I think our listeners understand the point that we're yeah. making here. Yeah. Those of us who are not taking part in what happens in you know the dark, but we are exposing those deeds, tend to be a little more, um, for lack of a better word, here we tend to be a little more careful 
and we try to be thought out and then we want those things to be seen as virtuous mm. when you've got other people who are just like, no, this is wrong and I'm going to say something. Right. I'm going to say something and I'm going to say something <laughs> loudly. You know, I'm going to blow up beer in my backyard. <laughs> you know, I mean, we haven't seen anything like that since we saw the activist mom um, burning up Teen Vogue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just I mean, that's that's the kind of response that grabs attention. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more specifically about what's going on with Target and then also what you can continue to do. Aaron the Addisons, we'll be right back. My eyes are open. I can't get caught in these little traps. And I don't need to burn sage because that's witchcraft. We need to stop being mad at the person. It's not the flesh, it's the spirit. We need discernment. It's scary to have it all figured out and you still don't know what's coming. If I say Jesus is coming, then people think it's funny. But all these kids believe in tooth fairies and mummies. I thought Easter was about Jesus. They replaced him with a bunny. Distractions give us more faith in Santa Claus than our Savior. How come the letters in Santa also spell Satan? If scary movies are good, then why do we fear it? Why do these stores like to call alcohol spirits? Help me understand it. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and it's Kyron Delight with Witchcraft. Mm, interesting. The Daily Wire is reporting um, some interesting information about Target and the connection between Target and Glisten, which may explain why it went whole hog on the whole, you know, targeting of children, uh, because this is a part of Glisten's mission. So it would only make sense that Target would also, if having some sort of alignment mm-hmm. with Glisten as it has had in the past. Uh, but this one is is unique, and I'll explain why in just a second here. Um, but it only would make sense that that now you would see Target going a whole hog and now trying to roll back. Now, one thing before I go to this Daily Wire article, and then I want to remind our listeners that the AFA Target boycott is still on and you can still sign the petition or assign the pledge to not shop at Target. You can go to AFA.net for that. Uh, that is still important. It's still important to show all of those numbers to show that people are serious, although I think that Target has awakened to a different um, sound. <laughs> it's the sound of Americans like being fed up. That's what it looks right. like, right? Like billions of dollars. All right. So to this Daily Wire article, <clears throat> the vice president for brand management at Target, the vice president for brand management at Target also serves as the treasurer of an LGBT group that has received millions of dollars in donations mm. from Target. Follow the money. I mean, like, okay, anyway, and urges schools to adopt policies to help trans and non-binary, non-binary school students keep their parents in the dark about their gender identity. Target's vice president for brand management, a man by the name of Carlos Saavedra, uh, was elected to the GLSEN, Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, um, executive committee as treasurer in November of 2021. That's according to his LinkedIn page. The Daily Mail reports that uh, Glisten helps teachers place LGBTQ books in school libraries and hide their students' so-called gender transition from parents. Glisten has sent more than 46,000 books with LGBTQ themes <laughs> to several thousand schools across the nation. And Target is in partnership with Glisten. You go back, you do some YouTube searching, you can find uh, Glisten's annual award ceremonies where mm. Target has a unique presence there. Target not only receiving awards, but awards being given out in Target's name. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to watch. And th- But again, let me just say this, this is not new. This is not new. Mm-hmm. The thing is, when people make these small sort of incremental steps and you do nothing, then they feel like, oh, you must want that. 
Right. Or at the very least, you don't care. You're right. indifferent. So because we do care an awful lot, we will keep moving forward. And until you say uncle, right, we're just going to keep moving <laughs> forward. And that's what they've done. But you've got a, a lot of people who have just said that this is a, a bridge too far. Um, and I, I, I think it's because of being encouraged by Anheuser-Busch. I think it's they, they've seen that, hey, Americans can still make a difference in what they refuse to buy. And that is important, what you refuse to buy. Target boasted last year about donating more than $2.1 million to Glisten over the past decade, praising its mission to create affirming, accessible, and anti-racist spaces for LGBTQIA plus students. Target promotes Glisten on its online store. Now, you know what Target said about the, the removal of these um these items from their store and in some stores they kind of pushed it back you know further out of the way because it was sort of like you walked in and you you know your senses were violated um, because of all the items out near the front but target said that they were removing these things because of the risk to its employees right because these crazy conservatives i'm saying that they didn't say that not in those words but the crazy conservatives are going in and overturning displays and so they wanted to remove these articles of clothing because um, they wanted to protect the safety of their employees. That might work if they didn't also remove it from their website. Hmm. So that means that there's more to it than mm-hmm. that, people. Right. Like you, you, if you just you say, well, we're moving to an online model, right? Then you still have the clothes online, but they don't have the clothes online. So, so who's what? What are people pounding on their keyboards? <laughs> and so you're out of an abundance of safety for people's knuckles. Like what? What are you doing? Right? You know. So no, what this really says <clears throat> is that uh, Target got the message that people are sick and tired of this, that they've had enough. And yeah. so what I would say is that people need to continue sounding the alarm. Like yeah. one of the best ways mm. to do that, you've you've already sent a message because Target has lost ten billion dollars in market valuation. Ten billion. 10 billion target shares have fallen by more than 12 and a half percent since this all started. And and how does this start? Right. Like notice that this didn't happen in like shareholder meetings. Mm-hmm. Notice that this was not like a black rock type thing. This was not a you know, no, this was just people saying what is going on and taking to social media. And then there began this snowball effect, which is the same thing that happened with Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> I think it was Kid Rock who, who was. was like shooting up <laughs> beer cans in his backyard. It was the it was the country singers who were like Anheuser-Busch will not be sold at my concerts. Mm-hmm. So so it's like you, you can tell your dog to bite my leg like but we will not we, I'm sorry. This is the last time I listened to country music. But like so 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 these are the people who are sort of leading the charge. And so the thing that is troubling to me, well, one, let me open the phone lines. 888 589-8840. Today's topic, still bar- uh, boycotting Target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still bargaining. <laughs> still yeah. bargaining Target. Let me say that. I, I wonder, yeah. you know, um, what the uh, reaction is going to be for this coming month. Because, you know, you we about to get hit hard with, oh, my like, goodness. all over the place. For all sure. these stores. and So I wonder, because, you know, I've seen... You know, Adidas do some things. Like they, they, they're gonna all. Walmart has done some stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. already. So I'll, this coming month, you know, they they gotta put that stuff out. They gotta mm-hmm. get that one hundred score or whatever it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So man, we, we're about to see a bunch of this stuff. But I wonder what the reaction will be because of what uh, of Target and Anheuser have, have 
receive. You're wondering. That's a, I think I that's wonder, a great question. Like, will other a, companies kind of tone it down just a little bit? I wonder will they tone it down, and I wonder will the reaction from the people be similar to what has been to this? I think it should be. I think it should be. Listen, I think every company needs to recognize that people in this country have grown LGBTQ <clears throat> fatigue. Mm. Do you understand what I'm like? We like there's enough, enough, enough. We get it. It's like it's like you you know it's like okay you you want to live your life. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me, but I think people in this country are saying, "Hey, you know what? So do we. Like we we just want right. to live our lives as well." Like and not I think see we, all of this and show we get in it. Our faces like, everywhere we go. Like I think happy. people are finally tired. Like I think yes. they've been tired, but didn't know what to do. I don't want to be hateful. I don't want to do this and that. Yeah. But I think now it's like, oh, oh, we Blow- can do that. Oh, nothing oh, like can- blowing up beer cans <laughs> to get you your mojo, so you feel like you. Can- nothing like you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. nothing like that. The beer cans, and I think you'll finish some NASCAR drivers, uh, people. I'm fans sure. and stuff, you know, it's like, man, what? I'm but, sure. But the thing is, I wonder how this is going to play out this month specifically because yeah. this is usually when they go full hog on, you know, putting all the stuff out there in your face so you can see it. Before we go to the phone lines here, let me just remind our listeners that our president um, here at the American Family Association, Tim Wildman, had uh, an article that was up on the stand last month where he listed five reasons that families should still boycott Target. And this was ahead of the big, like, you know, oh, my goodness. So there you go. Like, Tim, out there ahead of this saying, hey, by the way, we're still boycotting. And here's Mm why. Um, Even though, and and I think it's, it's, it's sufficient because the results are the same, right? It's sufficient that families would see what's going on in Target and say, look, I'm not bringing my kids inside your store. This is too much. You're coming for the children. You're targeting them on purpose. Why do you have these little articles of clothing that promote themselves as tuck friendly? Like, why do you want to do this to little boys? Why do you want little girls to bind their breasts? Like, why are you, Target is doing this, right? So I think it's enough for families to be outraged over that and to say, we're not doing that anymore. But can I just also remind our listeners, and I was reading this article that, that Tim wrote last month, and I thought, man, this is so important for us to keep in front of people. He was he listed in this in this piece the most recent alarming news headlines regarding Target's policy to allow men in women's fitting areas or, or whoever in whatever fitting area. <clears throat> so real quick here, and then we'll go to the phone lines. In February of 2023, police searched for a suspect who took a photo of a woman in a Target dressing room. room. July of 2022, Rio Rancho Target employee allegedly filmed a minor in the store dressing room. In August of 2022, a Pinellas man secretly filmed women in Target changing room. Police say um, police say that a man was accused of taking photos of women in public and retail dressing rooms. And then in February of 2022, a Charleston man was arrested for taking photos of people inside a Target dressing room. Mm. If you think about all of those things and you think that Target was sort of like out ahead of this, almost ensuring that these things would happen, like kind of, Mm. you know, not 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 at all concerned, just saying they everybody. What was there there at the time in 2016? According to Target, this is what they said, quote, everyone deserves to feel like they belong. That's what Target said. The reason they were doing this with the bathrooms is because everyone deserves to feel like they belong. I don't think I even need to talk about the hypocrisy of that statement or the lack of self-awareness, right? Like everyone deserves to feel like they belong except for everyone, <laughs> right? Like everybody right. can feel like they belong except for everyone. That's, that's, that's the statement that's being made there. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. One last thing before we, um, before we hit the button here. Um, Again, go to AFA.net. You can sign the pledge to boycott Target, and then you can just refuse to shop there. Like, you know, 
you're not going to make a difference unless you make a difference. Like, and, and it starts in each of our individual families. Have there been moments where you're like, oh, man, it's not available here? <laughs> oh, Target has it. And you say, well, we don't need it. Yeah. We don't we, yeah. we can do without it. And I mean, rubber meets the road. Yeah. You can take those steps to say, you know what? Listen, I'm tired of it. We get it. You want to live your life. And so do we. So so these are the steps that we're going to take. All right. Um, Will the Great, where do we go? And right before that, I just want to oh, say that the yeah. um, registration from MFL 23 will be done by June 1st. So if you still want to go, the registration is open till June 1st of a Marriage Family Life Conference 2023. And let's mm-hmm. go to Jerry in Memphis, Tennessee. Hi, Jerry. Hello, Will and Mickey. Hey, hey brother. Thank you, for, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go quick, and I know you're rolling your eyes, Mickey. I'm watching you online, so <laughs> Just don't, believe don't do you. it. <laughs> I know you don't. Hey, I have a few thoughts for yeah. you, just random thoughts. I'll just maybe say them real quick, and y'all can talk about any of them or none of them. But I think one one thing that you were you were trying to figure out, why are Christians not engaged in this? Um, I, well, I thought on that. Christians may feel a bit fatigued by the boycotts over the last few decades mm-hmm. and questioning do these things really matter or not? Because mm-hmm. Christians have done this, these for years, and really over that time probably just seen things get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I'm, I'm just offering a potential reason why some of them may say, uh, you know, it just doesn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. Point mm-hmm. number two, there aren't as many Christians. You know, we probably have less than 5% of Americans. I don't know what the number is. It's a really low number of Christians, period. And then Christians who would actually boycott uh, Bud Light, which, you know, a lot of them may not get be huge customers there, but then would boycott a Target. There's just not as many Christians as there are Bud Light drinkers in America. So when oh, those people wow. start standing up, mm. they got to pay attention. When Christians stand up, it's like, ah, eh, you know, it's just a few. What's the big deal? Um, you know, can I say something, Jerry? I know you're, I know yeah, you're go going ahead. through your list. I yeah. don't mean to interrupt you here, but, you know, man, no, it's, troubling, it's troubling to me to consider some of the points that you're making. And I, there's one thought that came to mind. I think that when Christians do sign boycotts, I think even with the signing of those boycotts or with the agreement not to shop, I think Christians tend to do that quietly. I think what we saw with Anheuser-Busch was a public outcry. It was not only are we not going to buy your stuff or allow your stuff to be sold at our events, but we are going to do that loudly. And I think where Christians kind of like, you know, confuse a little bit of their activism and like, how do you engage? It's like they, they scarcely want to tell people that they're doing it. Like they scarcely want to make that kind of a a show and say, this is enough. Like we're not doing it. And I don't know where that comes from. Maybe there is, and and I want to be gracious here because maybe there is an attempt to live at peace so we can quietly take action. We think, and I think maybe in some instances that does work, but I think the reason we've seen happen with Anheuser-Busch and most recently what we see happening with Target is because people have been outraged but they've been outraged publicly they've not just signed a petition and then gone back to like you know doing their daily chores they've they've signed a petition if you will mentally but then they've also talked about it publicly your thoughts on that jerry yeah um well that is a great point um but you know i read uh, something the other day that the marketing people know these boycotts generally last two weeks the Bud Light thing has has taken on legs that they didn't expect, so it's kind of an anomaly for them. But mm. it's like they know, hey, we're going to do this, write uh, it out. We're going to get mad, yeah, and then they'll be back. And that that presents another problem: C- can we boycott everybody? 
Um, mm. You know, it's like we need a holistic strategy on do I take turns? Do I do uh, yeah. target this month <laughs> and then somebody, you know, right. that's what we do, Jerry, I mean, with the, with the exception that? of target. Look, with the ex- exception of target, because we have been target free since 2016 um, with other companies. That's that's what we do. Mm. They stick their head out <laughs> and they say, hey, we want to promote this. Then then we say no. And so, yes, I think there is a point where you kind of are like choosing the things. And so you look at in June, I mean, there's certain apps from my phone. I just delete them in the month of June because it's like, I don't want to see that in my, I don't want to be bombarded with that. And I think that's increasingly you're making a great point. That's what Christians are going to have to decide. Like, how do we strategically engage and use our resources for the glory of God? No, we're not going to eradicate it everywhere, but somewhere is a good start until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.